Yes, Phil, Sarah Critchfield from the Fetzer Institute, uh, tremendously uh, enthusiastic and uh, spirited herself about yes. uh, what they're doing, and they're doing great work. I, uh, You are more familiar with the Fetzer Institute than I am. I read a lot about it, and, and at first, actually, when you mentioned the interview, I was wondering how it related to contemporary spirituality, but in fact, it absolutely relates to contemporary spirituality, and uh, and taking a, a multilingual approach to uh, describing yeah. and talking about spirituality. I like that term she used because I did uh, too. Yeah, I've been aware of the Fetzer Institute for a long time. Mm -hmm. I remember, you know, hearing about some of the projects they funded, uh, you know, for research purposes and developmental purposes over the years. And, you know, the Krista Tippett's uh, a radio program that she's been having for, you know, that's been on, on uh, public radio for many years uh, is funded partially by the Fetzer and um, many other programs. And then I was part of a program. I was invited uh, the, uh, what, what's, what used to be a magazine, the online uh, spirituality and practice uh, website, which is, you know, quite, quite an enterprise in itself. They had a project uh, co-sponsored with the Fetzer, and I was there on the campus for a few days as part of that. And I was very impressed with the people and the setting and what they this do. This is a campus in Kalamazoo, Michigan. Right, yeah. In, they in they the have woods. retreats there, don't they have retreats? People going to actually go and... But I think they're mostly... Yeah, I don't know if they have just spiritual retreats. Uh, I know they, they probably have them for the people who work at Fetzer. Right. But they have retreats, uh, you know, sort of working retreats, sort of retreat slash conferences, I know. Um, and... Um, it's a great setting and, and they do very good work. And one of the things that stood out was in uh, their description. You know, when I, I said I contacted them because they had a study that we meant we discussed at the end of the interview with Sarah uh, about contemporary spirituality that I thought was very revealing about, you know, how people understand spirituality and what it means, how they, how they, um, understand what's a spirituality to be. And um, uh, I would encourage people who are interested to go and look at that results right. of that study. But when I contacted them and said, we'd like to speak to a representative, they, they suggested Sarah. I was surprised that she's only been there a short time, relatively, you know, a couple of years, but um, her mandate is apparently, you know, this public, outreach kind of thing and uh, as she put it movement building so right, i can right. see she, why they suggested her it's fascinating yeah. she, she uh, i think it would be perfect for the job she obviously uh it, it has moved her spiritually i mean she's very enthused about it and very articulate in explaining it and uh it sort of you know definitely inspired my interest to find out more about it and uh that some of the programs like well after the interview uh uh to our listeners uh uh, we spoke to her a bit about different people she'd recommend for uh, Spirit Matters Talk to come on, and uh, all you know, extremely interesting. And also, I, that that program they're running 
in Brooklyn in the 10 schools. I, I'm wondering yeah. how they do the schools, great, and asking the questions, how they train the teacher, what the curriculum actually is. I would have loved something like that when I was in high school, as opposed to like trigonometry or something. But I but we would have remembered a lot more from it than I do did from trig and other, some other subjects. But uh, those yeah. are the kinds of things that I think kids really are hungry for. And, and uh, you know, are, and often are difficult to get in the schools because there's always some group uh, that's opposed to. <coughs> it's funny. You can talk about war. You can talk about, you know, anything you want to talk about in school. But when it comes to spirituality, it's like you can talk about it but only if it's done in the way that I see spirituality in the way I see religion. And it's, it's really limited. I don't even think you can teach contemporary religion in, uh, I mean, uh, uh, comparative religions in high school. Uh, yeah, depend, school depending on the school district, but I, I, I think, and if, I don't know any public schools that teach comparative religions and not until you get to college because there'd always be somebody complaining about it. So yeah, uh, interesting, but uh, I, obviously the Fetzer Institute is doing some, Really fabulous work. They they are apparently extremely well funded. Tell us about the connection with the uh, Detroit Tigers. Oh, just that the founder uh, Bill Fetzer, I think it was Bill Bill Fetzer, yeah, um, was the owner of the Detroit Tigers. I don't know where the family money came from, but um, <laughs> they they he he owned the Detroit Tigers at a certain point in baseball history right. and um when i was there and i saw the displays about the history of fetzer and all stuff i i discovered that and you know there's baseball memorabilia there you, you see uh, <clears throat> baseball is a sport that's a, a door into the spiritual do you not i well you know people people have always uh <laughs> baseball has always attracted great writers. You know, people like John Updike. There's a famous New Yorker article about Ted Williams' last baseball game that was written by John Updike. And it's a fabulous piece of literature, but in the baseball settings. And, and, and people always discuss why is that so? And it's because baseball is a more contemplative sport to watch than say basketball or football or hockey because there's 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 moments of where Sorry. nothing is happening right many moments there's, there's periods <laughs> of silence in between pitches right and in between innings and 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 it's you look out at this landscape and they all people talk about the symbolism of the foul lines going off in in directions into infinity, unlike, right, right. And it, unlike well, the, the rectangle of a football field or a basketball court. And, and, and I often wonder, I often wonder what the right fielder who hasn't had a ball hit to him in eight innings yes. is thinking all, all, during all that time out there. He's restfully alert. He, yes. he has to be alert or she has to be alert the whole time. But at the same time, nothing is going on. Often. Right. Is and, 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 if you're if you're you know a starting player, you have to wait for eight other guys to come to bat before you go to bat. <laughs> so what? And you're sitting there. A lot of time in the dugout. But if you're a fan, there's times when you're just sitting, and you know it's very contemplative. The other thing people talk about with baseball is that 
unlike the other sports, it's not timed. A baseball game can be, you know, an hour and a half or eight hours. <laughs> so, right. so it's yeah, timeless. Yeah, it's, it's, There's it's time is suspended. Yeah. Anyway, that's hey, uh, we're off topic here. I'm wondering. I'm wondering if there's any literature anywhere where Mr. Fetzer, the founder of the Fetzer Institute, gave that any thought. I'm, I'm sure they. Really I don't know. That would be interesting. You know, I, you know, he obviously loved baseball, and, and and he was a deeply spiritual guy. So he's my kind of guy. But um, we don't know. But Fetzer is doing great work, and I, I look forward to hearing uh, more in the future about what they come up with next. And I would. One of the interesting things about this 2020 study they did about contemporary spirituality is they found a link between people's commitment to their spiritual life and their social concerns. Uh -huh. people, people who identified as spiritual or religious or both uh, tended to have more uh, either uh, involvement in or and concern about uh, issues around uh, so, social issues, social concerns. Interesting. Well, great, great interview. I'd love to have okay. back on the show. <clears throat> Many other areas we could cover. And uh, good one, Phil. Till next time. Okay. Don't forget, listeners and viewers, to hit the subscribe button. Yes, the subscribe button. And if you do want to contribute to help keep us going uh, and keep our archives open, uh, spiritmatterstalk.com. Go there. It'll all be explained to you. All right. Till okay. next time. Stop recording. <laughs>